It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Who's First? Our scripture reference today is Isaiah chapter 22, verses 15 through 25. As always, May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, Come, go to this steward, to Shebna, who is master of the household, and say to him, What right do you have here? Who are your relatives here that you have cut out a tomb here for yourself, cutting a tomb on the height? and carving a habitation for yourself in the rock. The Lord is about to hurl you away violently, my fellow. He will seize firm hold on you, whirl you round and round, and throw you like a ball into a wide land. There you shall die, and there your splendid chariots shall lie. O you disgrace to your master's house! I will thrust you from your office, and you will be pulled down from your post. On that day, I will call my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, and will clothe him with your robe and bind your sash on him. I will commit your authority to his hand, and he shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah." I will place on his shoulder the key of the house of David. He shall open, and no one shall shut. He shall shut, and no one shall open. I will fasten him like a peg in a secure place, and he will become a throne of honor to his ancestral house. And they will hang on him the whole weight of his ancestral house, the offspring and issue, every small vessel from the cups to the flagons. On that day, says the Lord of hosts, the peg that was fastened in a secure place will give way. It will be cut down and fall, and the load that was on it will perish, for the Lord has spoken. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Have you ever wondered if a politician only wanted more power? Has it ever occurred to you political parties don't have your best interest in mind? How easy is it to criticize them for taking advantage of the position we the people afforded them? Very easy, and in many cases, for good reason. It sure seems like most of our elected officials in Washington love the power and prestige of their office more than anything. That's what they fight to keep. Behind all their promises and rhetoric stands their true desire. But again, that's too comfortable a target. Let's bring it closer to home. What about religious leaders? Think of pastors you know and love. What about the ones who have abused and hurt people they should have cared for? Would it surprise you to know some pastors love the unchecked 
privilege and control they have? How many more stories of the disastrous results of that do we need before we decide enough? Yes, there are pastors who pastor for all the wrong reasons. But let's keep digging. How many church folk stories are there in ministry? You know, the kind where good Christians put up good fights for the most obnoxious things. Of course, all for the glory of God. Ironically, all for the glory of God gets lost in all the talk about my church. So what does God notice about how we lead God's people today? What would God say about our spiritual leaders abusing their roles or our churches acting so selfishly? That is a lesson from Shebna and Eliakim. Shebna was a ruler we could have written about in today's devotional. He loved his political power and all that meant for him. And that focus robbed the people of a faithful leader. And God noticed. Because he only sought to make the most for himself, God took his authority and gave it to Eliakim. The harsh reality is we all have selfish tendencies. Not only do we have them, we lead with them. We even let selfishness infiltrate our walk with God and our church's ministry. There's a reason we confess our sin together. We need to acknowledge how we stifle the work of God because we're too preoccupied with what matters most to us. The good news is, in Jesus' name, there is freedom to live truly for the glory of God. It begins by reordering our priorities, looking to the example of Jesus who gave up everything. We get ourselves out of the way of God's work by immersing ourselves in the way of Christ. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.